You are listening to audio from the Decidedly Podcast. This episode is a highlight clip from this week's full episode. To listen in on the complete conversation, see the show notes for the link to the complete show. You can help us out by leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate every bit of your support. I'm Morgan McKittrick, your producer, and this is Decidedly. So I want to turn negotiation from a sort of uh, who can make ultimatums, who can shout louder, and so on, into let's understand what we're negotiating over and agree to make a big pie and split it. So break break that down a little bit more, Barry. The concept is create a bigger pie and everybody who's getting a piece of this pie is going to end up having more pie in their mouth, even if the pieces are smaller, but the pie is bigger. Is that what you're saying? Well, it's that I'm agreeing up front and how we're going to negotiate. So let's agree that what we're going to do is split this pie. Mm-hmm. Now that we've gotten rid of the contentious part, let's work together to make the pie big. Yeah. It's not my pie. It's not your pie. It's our pie. So if we can grow the pie, we're all happy. Yeah. And people talk about zero sum negotiations, but actually negotiations are never zero sum because if we don't reach a deal, we both get zero. And so actually that's the disastrous outcome. Yeah. And people, as you you guys specialize in behavioral economics, well, you know, people will reject deals they see as unfair. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you offer somebody an 80-20 ultimatum, they're in the 20 side, they just say, no, you both get zero. Yeah. So if you can convince somebody that this deal you're proposing is fair, then you're all set. How challenging was it to convince Coca-Cola that the deal was fair? Well, again, they agreed up front that this idea of splitting the gains above X was exactly the right strategy. So let me give you uh, another example. I've got this uh, friend uh, who made a rookie mistake. Uh, he went to buy a, a trademark without hiring a lawyer. Okay. And what he forgot was that trademark filings are public. And then yeah. when he went to buy the domain name associated with the trademark, he discovered that this troll who I'll call Edward Kahn, because that's his name. Uh, <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> had gone and bought the URL associated with the domain name. It was just trailing behind uh, the... the... Well, he's <laughs> trailing people... behind just buying the domains yeah, after people, people file. That's a, that's a real snake strategy to make some money, is you just oh, wait oh for God. those trademarks to get filed by the name immediately and go, all yeah. right, this guy's and... going to come ask me for money one day. Yeah, and so... Basically, my friend uh, does the search, discovers Edward Kahn has it, writes to him, and Edward writes back saying, sorry, didn't realize it was related to your domain name. Yeah, right. Sorry. Uh Uh Uh, And uh, happy to sell it back to you for $2,500. Okay. Well, my friend is dumb, but he's not an idiot. And he does some search (laughs) and he discovers this organization called ICANN. And ICANN does the uh, handing out of domain names and there's a dispute. They have a dispute resolution process. And what Edward had done is called registration in bad faith. And it turns out Edward has a track record here. He'd been taken to ICANN many times. He's always loses. Not only does he lose, he doesn't even bother protesting because he knows he's going to lose. So why bother spending the effort? Oh, wow. Okay. So so if if somebody is sort of caught operating in bad faith, the ICANN, which is the regulatory agency, sort of covering those domain names, mm-hmm. 
just comes in and goes, oh, you know, we see what you're trying to do here. You know, don't be, yeah. a, don't be a jerk. Okay. You are a jerk, jerk. actually. Yeah, you're, you're a, a jerk. jerk. And I'm we're taking not going to let you from... continue to be a jerk. Okay. I'm going to take this away from you. Okay. Uh, and the only problem is I can doesn't do this for free. It costs $1,300. Mm. So, okay. So my so friend writes out back 1300 bucks at the minimum. So my friend writes back to Edward and says, look, uh, you know, there's 2,500 bucks. That's not going to work. I'd rather go to, ICANN and pay 1300 and you get zero. Right. Uh, so I'll give you 500. Uh, and Edward writes back and says, uh, well, you know, uh, 1100, uh, <laughs> and seal the deal. Say yes. Now let's close this thing. I'm going away. Uh, it's my best offer. So Edward's starting off and he's trying to anchor with a really high number. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then he's now trying to do time pressure. Right. So uh, I guess my question to you is what is this negotiation pie and who has more power here? And let's, let's say for argument's sake that my friend values this domain name at $20,000. Right. Okay. That was a question. Well, I would, I would say that you're, yeah, that's interesting. It seems like they should just, he should pay him 650 would be the top. Just split, split the pie to steal a reference. So let's start, uh, with, let's start with the point is what is the negotiation pie? And, yeah. and it's exactly 1300. The yeah, fact that my friend values this at 40,000 is irrelevant. 20,000 is irrelevant. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter right. what it, what right. it's worth because he doesn't need to pay any more than 1300. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know anything less than 1300. Uh, a win for and here's, here's how I would think about it. You yeah. tell me if I'm wrong. I would look at it and go, is it worth $200? Edward offered me $1,100. Yeah. I could pay $1,300 to yeah. not to have, to, him get to have it done. Yeah. Is it worth $200 to me to bone Edward? Yes. Yeah. And the answer is yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I want you to take out that mean bone in your body. Uh, and... Uh, okay, just, now I'm thinking emotionless about I this. this yeah, is, being, I, I don't hate Edward in this scenario. Right. Yeah. How much is it worth lesson? to you to have Edward get zero? Yeah. Right. No, no. It's just how much I'm trying to basically get the best deal I can. And who oh, has more okay. power in this negotiation? We've agreed, great, that this negotiation is over $1,300. That's the pie. Yeah. Is my friend more powerful or is Edward more powerful here? Your friend. Your friend is. Uh, your friend can control whether Edward gets zero. Actually? Edward can control when my friend gets zero. <laughs> I'm learning. I, I know. I would fail every, out of Yale. Every freaking question he asks, yeah, I get the wrong answer. What's true about the deal? They have to shake hands, right? If either okay, yeah. party says no, there's no deal. Okay. So my friend needs Edward, and Edward needs my friend. If my friend says no, Edward gets zero, but my friend pays 1300 Yes. And so, essentially, to save that thirteen hundred, both sides have to agree on how it's split. So, uh, so I think, as Sean says, six fifty, six fifty is the right answer. Yeah, well, so and I did have the right answer. Uh, right. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. redeemed. But I'm redeemed. All right. Uh, and Edward has proposed a split, which is eleven hundred to him, two hundred to my friend. Now, you could flip that and say, "Look, Edward, I'll pay you two hundred. But that's actually called fighting fire with fire, and that's just going to piss Edward off. So right. rather then he's going to just say, screw you. Right. Yeah. So rather than say that, say, look, you know, for the same reason that you wouldn't accept 200, which is 200, which is 1100 gain for me and 200 for you, you shouldn't expect me to get, uh, accept 1100, 200 split the other way. Mm -hmm. And that there's right. 1300 split. I'm willing to give you 650. I'll be up 650. And that's as far as I'm willing to go. 
So Edward comes back and says uh, 900. And basically that's kind of halfway between 650 and 11. Okay. He thought this was a normal negotiation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and my friend at that point doesn't write back, doesn't answer him. And a week later, Edward says, fine, 650. And they uh, use escrow.com. And the thing is, Edward doesn't care about the pie. He doesn't care about fairness. He's a troll. He's a snake. So why did this work? Right. And the answer is, is that my friend cared about those things. And Edward understood that. And if Edward wanted to do a deal, then he had to do a fair deal. So okay. if you're splitting the pie, there's ultimately the laws of nature are going to result in this deal being a fair deal. Yeah. It, unless you're dealing with a troll who can't figure no, that out. No, no. Even if you're even if you're dealing with the worst person in the world, yeah. the, the worst, dumbest person in the world can figure that out. You can explain to them, and they don't have to care about fairness, but if they understand that you do and you've offered a fair deal, then what they're doing is throwing spaghetti up on the wall and seeing if anything sticks. They have no principles. And so, yeah, so they could do anything. Yeah. You can so, get someone without principles to mold to your principles. Well, to a principle, a real yeah, principle, to any oh, principle. It, it, it's a real one. There is no other one. Uh, yeah. It's basically, I, this is, and as you probably guessed, by the way, that idiot was me. Uh, that was, uh, <laughs> uh, and the other lesson is buy the damn domain name before filing for the trademark. It's, it's twelve fifty. Save you a lot of money. And note also, people say that you should anchor at a high number when you start a negotiation, but actually that hurt Edward because then he has to move from 20, uh, 2,500 to 1,100 to 900. So it says to me, he's like Jello. Nothing he says, you know, he has no backbone. Yeah. Well, that's that always frustrates me in negotiations when people tell me, oh, this is my last and final offer, can't do any better. And then they call their bluff and then they do. Yeah. So like everything and, they said is a lie. Yeah. And it makes me just think, you know what? The reason that you're not getting that extra 300, Edward, is because you don't have any principles. It's because you're a liar. It's because mm -hmm. you were going, it's because you told me you wouldn't take less than 900. And then you did. And then you did. And that's why you deserve to pay it. Well, I, I still offered him a fair deal. Unlike you, who just wanted to bone him. Uh, I would just uh, screw him. Yeah, I would just, I would just <laughs> say, get well, out of just, here. You're just a spiteful I'm person. I'm just not like a nice yeah, person to people that yeah. try to mess with me. There you go. Yeah. But, uh, but that's but that is the difference because you've got the you can you can do a better job of removing your emotions from a decision like that. And I admittedly would have a lot of negative emotions. Yeah. So a lot so of people how do you talk, talk about negotiate emotions and negotiations? And my view right. is there's not enough logic in negotiations. If we can just well, add that's, some that's damn logic, ask you. we can bring down the temperature. Yeah. So how do we how do we figure out that one's pretty simple. The pie is thirteen hundred bucks in that example you were using. Okay. How do we figure out what the pie is normally? Because you know, in your example with Coca Cola, that's you're you're trying to define what the pie is. You know, everything right. above X. Where does it yeah. start? Where does it well, end? It's a, it's right. a data exercise. In that case, right. it's okay. Market price for sales up to X. That's what were the deals with Sobe and Fuse and all the other companies that are out there. Uh huh. Uh, what should X be? It's how fast have we been growing?
Thanks for making the great decision to listen into this week's episode highlight. If you want more of what you just heard, see the show notes for the full episode. As always, for the latest decision-making tips, find us on decidedlypodcast.com or on Instagram at decidedlypodcast. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review as well. We read all of your comments, so if you learned some decision-making tips today, let us know. Until next time, this is Decidedly. Insights, advice, and comments provided by Sean Smith, Sanger Smith, and speakers identified as part of the Decidedly podcast should not be considered recommendations. Speakers not identified as members of Decidedly are expressing their opinion, and their statements should not be construed as reflecting the views of the Decidedly team. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes, not personalized advice.